who knows here what a stair stepper is? Raise your hand. A stair stepper, raise your hand. If you know what that is. Okay, raise your hand. If you know what it is, it's okay. So, for me, well, for all those who don't know here what a stair stepper is, I can talk to you about my first time being on a stair stepper. It was about five years ago when I first came here to, within this assignment that I was able, to, I went to a gym. Father Richards had a gym membership at this one place, and I was able to use his membership card there. I went to that gym for the first time. I saw all these, all these machines there. I saw the treadmills, I saw ellipticals, I saw the weights, I saw the other machines there for weightlifting. And then I saw in the corner this stair stepper. I'm like, okay, this is great. So I decided to try all these machines. I tried doing this treadmill for a little bit, and that was really quite fun. I was just like, oh, I can do this forever. But then my shoulder started to give way on me. I'm like, okay, I get a little shoulder, sore shoulder here. I have a little bit of a hard, uh, my, I have a little bit of a, I threw my shoulder out back when I was in seminary playing baseball, so that's where that happened. And then I started, then I was on elliptical a little bit, and this was a lot easier for me to go on. I was able to keep moving and not have any kind of pain at all either, so I was really quite good. But then I saw in this corner, right by the ellipticals, this stair stepper. And I saw no one else going on it. It was very much abandoned in that corner. Not in the prominent place where all the other treadmills and whatnot were in. So I thought to myself, oh, no one's trying it. Why not I just try it out here? <laughs> so I went on this stair stepper machine and I programmed it and it started to run. started to move. I was like, oh, this is pretty easy. I can do this. You know? But then it started going more and more. I was like, oh my goodness, this is nuts. I cannot stand this anymore. In fact, after like three minutes of using this thing, I was like, okay, I'm done. No more. (laughs) No more. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. So I got off the machine and I was like, okay, I can't. I I can see why people aren't going on this thing. Because it is, I mean, very difficult. You know, it doesn't look like it that bad. But once you get on it, you got to keep up with it. Or else to make it, you know, fall off. Like I did. So, this, is, I think, is a great analogy for holiness. For holiness is like being on that stair stepper. Being on a stair stepper requires you, I mean, you get on pretty easily. I mean, it's pretty, can be rather enjoyable at first, following the Lord Jesus, doing what, he, doing what the Father's will is. But then we can come across obstacles and things that make it challenging, following Jesus. We come across things in the world that may tempt us away from Jesus, that may make us want to go off that stereotyper of holiness. Then we also find things like our flesh, like wanting to be lazy with, with prayer, not getting up in the morning time to pray. But then we also can come across the devil himself too in temptations. And he can tempt us to fall away from Jesus. And with all these obstacles, holiness is like that. We have to be able to keep on moving, keep on going with the Lord. Sometimes we think that holiness is a stagnant thing. That I can just get to a certain level in in holiness, and I can just plateau and just be there, and I'm good, Father. I'm good, Lord. But no, once we find that place, it's going to be easy for us to fall back. 
it's going to be easy for us to fall back into old habits, even serious sin, mortal sin in our lives. We have to be careful about that. In fact, Solomon in today's first reading asks what a, a very great thing of the Lord. He realizes that holiness is like being on that stair stepper. He says, the Lord says to him, ask something of me and I will give it to you. Solomon answers, oh Lord my God, you, know, you have made me and your servant king to succeed my father David. But I am a mere youth, not knowing at all how to act. And he goes on to say, Give your servant, therefore, an understanding heart to judge a people and distinguish right from wrong. Give your, me, your servant, an understanding heart to judge a people and to distinguish right from wrong. Why does he ask that? He asks that of the Lord so that he can be able to follow Jesus. He can follow God, that is. He didn't know Jesus at that time. He can follow God and please him and become holy if you will, following God when he asks, doing the right thing, being able to know what that right thing is in the midst of all this, to discern what is right, so he can get on beyond that stereotype of, of holiness and follow God, doing what he asks of us, asks of him, that is, too. So we see here that the holiness, Solomon realizes that, that holiness is a thing that takes effort, it takes time, it takes ability to discern what God is asking, what's right and wrong. We have a good example, we have many good examples of this in our own lives. In fact, I just saw a movie the other day on Friday that depicts a good example of what it is like to pursue a good and yet come across and overcome various obstacles. That movie is called The Sound of Freedom. I'm not sure if you've seen this movie or heard of this movie. I would say everyone should go see this movie. It's a very well-done movie depicting a really sad reality of child slavery. And we see here this main character in this play by Jim Caviezel, his name is Tim Ballard, experiencing various obstacles to pursuing that good of freeing those children from slavery. He first comes across his own Desire for comfort, desire to his family desiring comfort, his wife desiring comfort. But then he's like, no, I need to pursue this good. I need to free these children. We need that. They need that. The father of these children need that, needs that. And so he keeps on going. And then he comes across his own boss, his own boss in the United States police, that says, this this case that you're pursuing is across the border. Therefore, it's not part of our purview. It's not part of our, our work here. But yet he says, I can't follow that. I've got to quit this job in order to pursue that good of freeing those children. And so he continues on. Then he continues on. He goes into this, this, south, this part of Colombia where only barbarians are really at where these slave drivers are at, and no one feels comfortable going down there. In fact, his own friend who was on this mission with him fell away from that, didn't go on that mission. Yet Tim Ballard goes into that mission, and he, even in the midst of that, that evil, and saves that daughter from slavery there, 
brings her back to her father in that hospital bed. What a beautiful sight that is. Tim Ballard overcame a lot of different obstacles in pursuing that good of saving those children. What a beautiful, that's a great witness for us in our pursuit of holiness, in pursuit of loving God, in pursuing heaven where God lives and reigns. If they do that there, if he does that there, how about us? Why we need to overcome these various obstacles and still be on that stair stepper of holiness, pursuing God with our whole minds, hearts, and souls, looking at our lives every day, saying, Lord, where am I not, where have I done well? Where am I been acting like you? Thank you. Seeing the good there. But then we also have to st- step and say, Lord, where have I sinned? Where have I failed you? Where do I need to repent in my life? Where do I need to grow in your likeness in my life? And that needs to happen every single day of our lives. We can't get beyond a plateau because we'll fall away, eventually fall away from the Lord Jesus. So as we come to this altar, let's ask our Lord for the gift of grace to persevere in this life, to persevere in this gift of, of growing in holiness, seeing our, with our eyes, the eyes of our hearts, that our true goal is to get to heaven, to be with God, loving him above all things, and pursuing that good with all of our hearts, minds, and souls. No matter what kind of obstacles we come across, the world, the flesh, and the devil are against us in that pursuit of goodness there. Let's ask our Lord for that gift of perseverance, the gift of true repentance in our hearts, so we can become more like Jesus and may be able to pursue the good of all.